What's up, you dirty dolphins? It's Ashley. Welcome back to Divine Dingo. It is a full moon in Pisces, and I have tried to record an intro for this episode, I don't know, seven times? I'm not counting at this point. I'm just assuming that I might have to delete this one as well, but we'll see, won't we? Uh, well, I'm really excited about this week's episode. We are talking about dragons, people. All right. We talk about other things too, but the creme de la creme of this episode is dragon talk. I interviewed my new friend, Tara McRory, who is a reader of the Akashic Records. She is a mentor and she is a dragon lover. And we talk about her experiences with dragons, how dragons have helped her in her life, how she met dragons. We talk about some of the work that she does in the records. And uh, we talk a little bit about some new energy coming into the earth and some messages that I've gotten and what she thinks about them. And we just get into a lot of different things. And it's really easy to talk to Tara. We could have kept talking all through the night. But hey, these dragons gotta get some shut-eye every now and again, am I right? Tara knows what I'm talking about. She's great. I'm great. Yeah, I said it. I'm great, too. Two great people got together. We got on a phone call. We recorded a conversation about dragons and shit. It's amazing. So in an attempt to not waste any more time, my fellow animals, dragon lovers, and underworld beings alike... Welcome, our new friend, Tara McRory. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast today, Tara. How are you doing? I'm great, Ashley. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. Yes, yes. I have been looking forward to having you as a podcast guest since we did a reading swap where I um, worked with your dog, Ruby. And then right after we had that reading, you moved in and you did a reading for me, um, where you tapped into my records. I'm calling it tapped in. Um, but you opened my records and, uh, yep. you had some insights mm-hmm. about, mm-hmm. yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit about what, like what, like what you do, what you offer, um, to start? Sure. So, I mean, uh, Basically, what I do is I read um, the Akashic Records. The Akashic Records is like, I like to think of it like Google for the spiritual world. It kind of holds all of um, your soul's blueprint, all of the information about you and who you are, past lives, um, future potentials and possibilities. And so exactly tapping into it, tuning into it, opening and closing the records. Um, but it is something that I work pretty much with all the time with my um, clients and during my readings. And then it kind of takes me wherever I need to go. And so through my career of an energy worker, I've really um, learned a bunch of modalities and then combine them into this sort of unique recipe that allows me to really zone in and clear and help people um, 
sort of move through major barriers, I think, within the records. Um, to be honest, my favorite sort of thing to talk about in the records is, is business and really getting people in alignment with their purpose and, you know, their worth and how to feel most fulfilled. So, uh, or really give them clarity is what I should say. So that is what I do. So I offer, um, Akashic Records readings and intuitive guidance sessions. Um, I do pendulum training. I think pendulums are an amazing tool to sort of connect your inner world with your outer world. And then I do, um, dragon classes and I teach people all about the magic of dragons, um, the energy of dragons and how they can use them in their day-to-day life. Well, uh, at first I was going to be like, Tara, tell us more about pendulums. And then you dropped the dragon bomb and I just feel like we have to go right in to the dragons. Right, Tara? <laughs> I, uh, I was wearing, yeah, I think I was wearing like, uh, my dragon shirt or I was just imagining I have one dragon shirt that I've had for probably 10 years. I found it at a thrift store. Um, and it's just like a giant golden sparkly dragon on like a black shirt. And it's just like my favorite thing to wear ever. And I feel like I had, uh, I I just had a thought and I feel like it kind of popped into my head when I was just really excited to find out that I could communicate with animals. I like, I sat down and I was like, Hmm, well, technically dragons are animals, Ashley. So what if you can communicate with dragons? And then I was like, that's a fun thought. And then I just went about my day and didn't really go back to it. And that was until you and I talked and I did kind of like I'm doing now where I casually mentioned how I feel like I can talk to dragons and you just, <laughs> totally. like, mm-hmm, yeah, you can. And I was like, okay. <laughs> totally. I mean, that's, that is completely my experience with dragons too, is I was just like, um, I don't even know actually how I was really introduced in the very beginning, I think I just came across like, um, oh, it was actually like a, a, an author's book on dragons. And I thought, oh, this is cool. Yeah. You know, I'm interested. I'll, I'll learn more about dragons or I suppose what I did was really invite the energy of them to come forward and just say it was okay. Sort of gave them permission and they've just been around ever since. Like all my clearings include dragons. Um, I've actually had some other readers who have done work with me be like, Oh, you have a lot of dragons. So I don't necessarily, I'm going to say, see them. I just sort of know that they're there. Um, and they do really support my work. Um, they support what I do, um, in terms of helping people within the records i've used them even even on my dog actually um i sent dragons over summer energy so it was something sort of similar it was just like oh yeah this seems cool so i'm just gonna say yes please i want to experience more of that and they started coming around more and sort of revealing themselves to me um even today i was outside and i just looked up in clouds and I was like, oh yeah, oh, hey, there's a dragon. So I find that the clouds really form a lot of dragons for me just to remind me of their presence and um, just continually tell me that they're around. So yeah, I'm so, I'm so excited. 
I've always really been into like fantasy movies uh, where they're just, all, you know, where there is like elements of magic and adventure. And then there's always just like dragons sprinkled into it. And I've just always really love that idea. And I have different like dragon, like little figurines and sculptures and like, um, and I've just always like, I it's just one of those things that kind of followed me in from childhood into adulthood of like, I just really hope that dragons are real and it's a really cool idea that I'm just going to carry with me in my heart always. And then um, really it just, I, I feel like after our session, it was almost like our conversation, I gave myself permission to dive into that more. And I'm really just excited to to talk with you today um, about one story in particular. And I've talked about this with my friend where I kept getting this feeling like whenever I felt a little threatened or like there were people in my life or certain energies that I wanted to protect, I felt like I kind of turned into this like fire breathing um, being where I had like a tail that was on fire and like, um, I was on fire and I would like put this fire circle around whatever I was wanting to protect. And then I could breathe fire at whatever was coming at me. And oh. it's saying all of that now it's obvious that that's dragon energy. But before that I was like, I don't know, I guess I'm just a fire being. I don't wonder what that is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, um, you know, my experience when I have like shared with people that um dragons are real and that they come to me and that they can come to them too and I'm teaching you know my classes or we're doing meditations with dragons is that they have a bad rap right people people sort of kind of go oh um I've actually had someone say oh no you know I, I I'm not interested because they're they're just really I think they call them dangerous but um the experiences that I have had with dragons have been incredible. And um, some of the messages that I've gotten from them are that like, hey, we got a bad rap. <laughs> and some of the movies give us a bad rap. Um, and that we are really benevolent. So that's where I really started to like lean into the dragons is that they are super benevolent. They really, really want to help. And what's amazing is like any spiritual being is they really won't um they're not going to come unless you ask so most people don't know that you know that is kind of spiritual law they're not going to come and meddle so they'll come if if you ask and they will be super giving in um their capabilities and their wisdom and i think some of the wisest messages and the most um I'm going to say profound messages that I've gotten when I needed them the most have come from just calling in the dragons and being like, what do I do next? Where do I go? Um, some of the clearing work that I've done in the records um, lately has been quite intense. And I just know that it's been um, something that I could achieved with great ease because I was asking the dragons to come forward. So I'm always very, very grateful. And I always, you know, give others that whole um, tidbit of like, they're super benevolent. They really want to help. They're really wise. 
in in my opinion, they're probably some of the most powerful. They are the most powerful creatures. I mean, fire just burns and transmutes. So I actually do a lot of like house clearing with a fire dragon because it's it's easy. It's quick. They get in areas that you know you really can't. And like you said, if you want to put up that protection, you just breathe fire. So awesome. I love that story. It's a good intro. I wanted to ask if you, um, and I think that you kind of just answered that when you said that you call in fire dragons for clearing, but I was wondering like, based on the questions that you have and uh, your past experiences with working with certain types of dragons, do you call in a certain kind of energy um, or do you call in a certain kind of dragon or do you just leave it open to, uh, you know, whatever question you have, um, whatever energy comes forward, will answer it. Yeah, totally. That's, that's a really good question. So in the beginning, I was really just working with the elementals and kind of figuring out, you know, fire would do what and air. And, um, so when I do teach, that's typically what I keep it to is the elemental dragons and give people sort of an overview. Um, but then as things progressed and I really developed trust, that was my trust in myself and trust in my own abilities. I would say that it just shifted into whatever dragon needed to come comes. Um, and I know that, you know, you can go and you can look it up and you can see that, you know, different archangels have dragons and there's dragons, you know, lunar dragons and dragons from Andromeda. Like there's dragons from all over the place. But in the end, I just got to this point where I was like, I really trust your information. I feel really great when I have dragon energy around. I'm really grateful for the experience. So just send me who you got to send me. Let's do what we got to do. And move along. So it's really been um, relationship building, but I wouldn't, I, I don't really go in and, and um, we've just like, it's kind of like a service agreement. We've just grown really close and we just know we get together and we do what we got to do. Um, and they're always protecting me and working with me and guiding me. And I'm okay with that. So it's more so of a just, I just trust whatever, um, energy comes through, comes through. And I've had experiences, like I said earlier, where I just, I think it's just an energy, but then someone will be like, Oh no, that's a dragon. Like there's a really big dragon near you. I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, it's so second nature to me now that that's just my thing. It's just, they just, they're my posse. They just come with me. Um, I want a dragon posse and I think I'm going to get a dragon posse and <laughs> that is like, you totally cool should. That I have a giant... totally... yeah, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> We're excited. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, we are. I was going to say, it's already cool enough that I have like, um, I have a giant like bear energy with me and it's like a galactic polar bear is one of my guides. And then I have like big cats and things like that. But yeah, ever since our conversation, I have, um, what, then once I've realized that, like that image of me being on fire and breathing fire and having a fire tail, like burning the circle around, like whoever I want to protect, um, I'm like, Oh, that's dragon energy. And if I've been all the animals and I have like, definitely, I mean, I don't know. It's like, I don't even know if, 
if I am able to say, oh, I've been a dragon before, because that is like, it's one thing to talk to dragons. It's another thing to say, I've been a dragon. And it's like a, a childhood dream coming true for me very slowly. And I'm just trying to like digest it. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I'm just so excited for our friendship because I can be like, Tara, this dragon said this to me. Can you believe it? And you'll be like, oh yeah, that old <laughs> dragon. They always say that kind of thing. That's <laughs> why so I imagine us like gabbing about dragons. Right? It's, that's exactly kind of how it works though too. It's like once you just sort of give yourself permission to say it and have that person to speak it with, it's like it. they just become so attuned to you. I mean it's part of who we are. It's part of our DNA. It's just remembering and awakening to that. And this kind of reminds me of a story when I was doing um, readings at a party one night and I had a dragon card deck, but it was like in a box under, you know, a tablecloth. Like it was just so not able to be found. And this girl sitting in front of me is like, Oh no, you know, I let people choose the deck if I'm doing card readings and she's like no no I want this deck it's like but you it's under the table and I'm like uh what she's like no like I said okay hold on I took out the box and a few more and she's like that one she picked the, the dragon deck and so I did her reading and it was all dragons and it was awesome and she's like you know I see dragons everywhere and I was like what that's awesome and sure enough we got to talking and like pretty much every other day for the next three weeks, she would just send me pictures of dragons that were, you know, she got hired for this project and it was in a school and the mascot's a dragon. And then she would go to the store and see a dragon on a t-shirt. And I just said, aha, it's like, it's like that thing gets activated. And then all of a sudden you recognize that there's this piece of you that's kind of coming home. There's that um, aspect of you that's really starting to align and once when you have that sort of sounding board and that opportunity to verbalize it more I think it just strengthens so much faster so I'm really excited to like see how the dragon um, your dragon relationship is what I guess I'm going to call it just <laughs> expands from here yeah yeah, I've already um, started to, because I have one uh, druid animal oracle deck, and at uh, the last uh, four cards are all dragons and they're elemental dragons. And I pulled a card, I pulled two cards right before our reading, um, or sorry, <laughs> this feels like a reading before we started recording, um, and I got the water dragon. And I did just yesterday, I did a journey. Um, where I met water spirit. So I'm not surprised that I got water dragon, but I also, uh, I identify with the element of water a lot. So I wasn't, again, I've, I've pulled the water dragon probably the most than I've pulled earth, fire, or air out of this deck. Um, and it, it doesn't, it, this dragon doesn't even look like it has wings. It just looks like almost like Loch Ness monster kind of, uh, water dragon. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a, I had a reading, um, for someone who, um, I just told them that I know 
I guess my my next step, what what you called like um, part of the recipe that my guides are kind of like pixie dusting into me right now. Um, mm-hmm. I I got what the next part of the recipe is, and it is um, establishing a connection with uh, Gaia and with Earth energy in particular because we are like. Uh, colleagues like partners because of the relationships that animal energy has with earth they're they're this they're two sides of the same coin basically and so if i am animal energy i am just supposed to be working directly with earth and um i mentioned this to a person that i was doing an animal reading for and they told me to ask my guides to show me the ley lines of the earth And I uh, wrote down a note about that. And then I actually just recently ordered my first dragon Oracle deck. And the thing that sold me on it right away was they gave me a preview of one of the cards and it was an earth dragon that had crystals like coming out of its head. And then it said um, something about how the dragons created the ley lines of the earth. And so I, was wondering what you know about the dragon's relationship with the earth because I believe that the dragon synchronicities for me and knowing that I'm supposed to be working with Gaia and then seeing that card as the only card to preview in the deck I just ordered um, are all one message that I'm supposed to be getting. Yeah, totally. And and a strong message, um, which is amazing because yes, like the earth dragons are, as soon as you said ley lines, I was like, oh yeah. Um, because I actually get the earth dragons to always go around where I am and clear the ley lines. Um, and you're pretty spot on. Like my research and what has been given to me is that um, the dragons are master manifestors. Like they're really masterful at manifesting. And so they worked to create the ley lines and to create the structure of earth they manifested it the angels they're saying held the vision and that the dragons came forward um and the earth dragons created the ley lines and then the water dragons obviously went through and put the water in and purified and cleansed and that's one thing if you're really um you know attuned to water you can always ask the water dragon to go and purify the bodies of water near you and help mother gaia like in that capacity. Um, but yeah, they, they work together to create the ley lines, to create the structure whereby earth was formed. So, um, that's been not only what I've read, but also what's been downloaded to me or guided or through my guidance has been given to me that yes, they, they have, they were working to create the structure of earth and that they are very prevalent right now because they're working to create the structure of new earth, right? They're working to um, help elevate the planet and the collective consciousness. Um, and they're coming forward to people that are ready, just like unicorns. Everyone loves a good unicorn. Um, they're, you know, <laughs> the dragons are fifth dimensional above. So you have to be of that vibration to really accept and have that awaken with you within you. And then they'll just, as long as you're allowing and your vibration is allowing, they're going to start to reveal more and more to you. Yeah. And that's interesting that you said the dragons are five D and above because, um, I had a reading with someone recently and they were telling me that my energy and, um, 
with specifically with the animals and then uh with the animal readings was very seventh dimensional and that is um the next dimension that we are anchoring in or preparing to anchor in um in the coming months uh this person is expecting it in january for it to hit the earth um and so when I was sitting uh, just the other day, my guides asked me to sit down and uh, channel a like collective message, which I have like butchered and trying to uh, get it out into the masses because like want to have like a hundred followers on Instagram. So it's like, I don't know how, how many uh, corners of the earth this will reach. And also for some reason, it's like I downloaded it and then like I could not uh, any podcast I did was terrible and any um, like Instagram post I tried to make just wasn't working and it was really strange. Um, but what I did get was that the earth is going through a big transformation and that 7D is a big part of that and that the animals are helping to anchor in 7D right now. Um, and it's like the energy that hits the earth hits the animals first and then they kind of like take the brunt of it and then they they make it easier for us to digest and um i'm thinking that the dragons have a part of that um since they're here and they're so i mean have you noticed that they're around more they're more around you than usual or are they around like kind of in the same capacity for you and you're noticing other people are picking up on them uh more and more Ooh, that's a good question. You know what? I am noticing that they're around more and more around me personally. Um, and to be honest, I just, I think that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> a, what you're saying and then anchoring in this, the new, you know, the new earth and where we're going. B, um, we've all been facing off with a lot of energy over the last, like, it's been a great purge, right? And that's what they're here for is to help cleanse, help clear, help move us forward. So I've noticed, yes, many more around me. I've also noticed when I'm looking out at the energies around me, um, I've actually been noticing two things. One is that um, people that are beginning their journey and newly awakening and, and stuff like that, um, their energies is looking kind of fragmented when they when they come and work with me on certain things, and that I think has just been indicative of this roller coaster ride. And that's I'm really into you know taking care of your spiritual hygiene, and I use the I help others by using the dragons to do that, and I use the dragons to do that. And then secondarily, I just I've noticed that yes, they are around, um, and I'm gonna say like you know, there are times where I have felt very swayed by the energies and I have felt very pulled in and just being able to witness the amount of dragons that are around me and helping me ground and stay focused and doing my own work while being able to help others, um, has been really powerful. And then, like you said, I'm people, people are really just starting to wake up to it and it's awesome. But I feel like there's definitely from what I can see and what I have experienced and felt, there is a massive influx of, um, dragon energy, definitely unicorn energy as well. That comes forward quite a bit. They, they work together often, um, for me. 
So both of them have been really, really powerful. And, you know, in terms of your download and how to get it out to the masses, I, I think uh, part of your issue with coming through to me is not that um, it's a timing thing and you'll know pretty soon, I think, when when and how to get it out and, and you will. So it is needed. So it's coming. Yeah. And it feels like um, some of the information that I was getting was stuff that I've heard other people in uh, the community talking about already, like how uh, Gaia is kind of preparing to do like a, like a shake off of some of us, you know, with natural disasters and things like this has kind of been, I've started hearing this kind of information trickle down over the last couple months in uh, the community. And so then when I got it, it was just kind of like a confirmation. Um, and also I saw it as the more time that I can spend um, outside of the readings that I'm doing for people where I'm tapping into their animals energy and seeing what messages come up from the animals higher self. And then for the person, the more that I can do and develop that I can then develop just taking in whatever earth is trying to tell me and whatever the animals are trying to tell me because, um, as an ambassador, I know, you know, I get, I'm here to like be a voice for them. Um, and so be and be a voice for Gaia, which so many of us are. Um, but just knowing that too, that the, the dragons, uh, it's still so cool. I feel like I can't even, it's like hard for me to like even grasp that I'm saying like the dragons are here and they're helping me. Cause it's just like I said, I think I've said excited. You and I have said excited like 10 times already in this uh, episode. It's because we're excited people. All right. The dragons are here. They're here to help. Um, and Tara and I are fucking pumped. So what can I say? <laughs> No, but I was going to say, it's like, it's true because, you know, you grow up and you think like, oh, this is just, it's in the fantasy world. And then you kind of start to open up and you realize like, holy crap, it's real. And the more you allow yourself to be like, this is freaking real. The more they're just like, hey girl, hey, <laughs> just show up. <laughs> like, like, oh, how you, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? Um <laughs> And it's true. Like, it's, it's incredible. I mean, I, like you love water sources. There's this kind of beach near me that I love going to. And I just, I'll sit there and I'll notice like, there'll just be changes in the water or like you said, you know, you are an ambassador for earth and you are getting different messages and just knowing like, there are all these tools to help you move the energy, to help you clear the energy, to help you lay the grids um it's it like you leverage the energy of the dragons for earth and i le leverage the energy of dragons within the realms within the records within the realms within um you know the different matrixes and dimensions so they are honestly like sometimes i close my eyes and I'm just like, okay, guys, like, where do you hang out? <laughs> and they show me this, like, beautiful garden. And there's just all these dragons there. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's what you guys like to do. And it's like, yeah. And every now and then they're just like, yeah, we just, we just wait to be called on. Wait to like, kind of have, you know, something to go do. Or um, 
sometimes when I'm doing like some deep Akashic records work, they're just zipping around. Um, so it's, it is so cool. And I think that everyone has the opportunity to take what they are really uniquely meant to do and enhance it with this energy and enhance it with these um, beautiful beings because that's, that's what they want to do. They want to help. Um, so you, you're going to have a lot of, you know, dragons that are going to help you with Gaia and earth and I'll have them with the ethers and the next person will have it with technology maybe. And, um, what's super cool is they all work together, like such an amazing communication system that they've got going on. Um, and so what you were saying about, like with my connection being to Gaia and, and yours to the ethers, is that where you feel like you spend most of your time is kind of like um, above the earth and you were saying in the different realms and um, yeah, areas like that. So do you, do you experience you personally that you can go is, are like the records in the realms kind of, are they hand in hand or are they, do they work together in, in your, um, in your experiences? Is it like, if you go to this realm, then there's this set of records with that realm, or is it like there are realms and there are records and they both are like two separate things? That's a really good question. So no, honestly, it's a great question. I mean, the way I kind of describe like Akashic records to people that are just sort of getting into it and, and interested is like, okay, so you guys meditate or you tune into your higher self and it's like, you're kind of like in the lobby and then you ask to go into the records and they take you to the elevator and then you ask a question within the records or the realm, for example, and they take you up like this massive skyscraper to the, to the, to the floor that you're supposed to be at. So for me, the realms, um, the records have opened up a lot of realms and vice versa. So just in my practice within it, just in developing, you know, the capacity to ask deeper questions, my own trust in myself and my abilities, it's opened up more and more and more. And at this point it's like, um, think of it as rooms almost like okay room one open and the living room open like the floor is open like I said and now I'm just at this state where it's so natural like it's not it's hard to even turn off I think at times like I mean a great example is today I went for a float so it was my first experience in one of these like pods and it's the salt water and you're just supposed to float for an hour. And I'm like, okay, that's great. I was invited to go do it. And I'm there and I was gone. Like, I don't, I mean, it was like the countdown to come back. And I was like, oh, hey, the girl said to me, how was it? And I told her I fell asleep. I knew damn well that I did not fall asleep. I knew that I was like traveling. Um, but when I was coming back, I literally saw like, three dragons pulling my limbs or pulling me back to my body so that I would um, come back. And I would say that it's easy now. I didn't recognize that's what I was doing in the past. Um, but definitely spending time in the ethers 
uh, is something I love to do. It's pretty cool. And I will say for all the people out there that like love doing it too, you know, if you can actually be very consciously grounded and spend more time grounded, you'll find that that balance and that information will come through a lot faster. So it's almost like second nature. Sometimes I'm talking to some of the people that just totally understand my crazy and all of a sudden they're like, oh, you kind of, you went, you're gone. You're in a different, different area, even though you're talking to us right now. Um, And it's just the information that seems to come forward and come through. And I think that's what a lot of people, I mean, are doing when they're channels, they're just going into different areas and realms or they're getting messages and guidance and I'm a firm believer that everyone has access to go and, and do that for themselves. They really just you know, state the intention and, and allow whatever to come through to come through and keep at it because I personally really don't think that um, I'm any more or less special than the next person. I just, I've practiced so far and I want everyone to sort of have that same connection to self. Yeah. And that's exactly how I feel. Um, even though I've just started, uh, I just gave myself permission to develop my abilities in animal communication. It's like, as soon as I did, I don't know, three of them, I was like, maybe I should just teach other people how to do this. And I put that on like the list of things that like, once I feel confident in oh, this is kind of like my process in grounding myself and then tapping into the energy. And this is like how I go about it. If I get a loose structure, then I want to teach other people how to do it because I genuinely believe that everybody can do it in their own way. And it's uh, just because it's like, I don't feel like these abilities are my abilities, right? It's just like something that I have tapped into or plugged into that is like, easier it's it's the easiest for me to to digest where it's like other things where i hear people talk about their abilities it's like so um not in my realm of possibilities at the moment that i can't even like really comprehend or grasp what they're talking about but um so it so it just feels like maybe it's like a borrowed ability like in this life i have this ability but if i came back incarnated in another life maybe i would have um the ability of animal communication and then i could borrow another ability and i feel like the more that we share what we're learning just even if it's just messages or in our abilities um and i think that that also taps into uh the flow of abundance you know if you get Um, if you are having a lot of abundance come into your life, um, whether it's like you have an excess of food or even excess of money. And if you like can give that away and share that with people, then more comes in and you're just tapped into this, like, get this imagery of like a snowball rolling down the hill and just getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And if we can share our abilities and teach other people how to do it for themselves, then that just opens up the possibility for new things to come in. Right. And like as the earth is ascending, we ourselves can ascend, um, which, you know, I, that makes sense as like we there because we are ascending with the earth. But it's like um, we can ride the the earth's ascension. But as a collective energy of humans um, and just consciousness, we have our own ascension. And it's not 
the exact same as the earth. We're just riding along with the earth and we are responsible for our own ascension. And, um, that, that is just, I feel like I'm just totally just channeling this right now. Um, but part of that is sharing what we've learned and the more that we can share and give the, the quicker that we can all go. Um, and I don't think that like the new earth is the end point either. Just like, I don't think that my abilities and animal communication, I think that that is like, maybe the tip of the iceberg of what I'm supposed to be doing. But I know that the more that I um, release myself and release, release doubt and just surrender to the flow of these abilities coming in, my purpose will just open up like bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And um, one thing that you told me when I went to the records, my guides were like, it was two things, no more playing small. And once I think that I've like, um, tapped the, the keg, <laughs> tapped the keg of my abilities. That's a great, um, metaphor, um, just to keep going because there's more to it. And, um, I really just feel us all as one being that has all these different abilities. And like I said, the, the more that we share, um, the more opens up for us. Does that resonate for you? Oh, 100%. Like, I mean, everything you just said there, I was like, yep, yep. I mean, uh, I will say that where I'm at right now is because people shared with me and I shared with others and just having the conversations, like just being like, oh, you think dragons are cool? I think dragons are cool. Bam. You've just shared a bit of knowledge that's activated something in someone else. And like, for example, I have a, a friend of mine that not even that long ago, she was like, ooh, aliens, like, let's talk aliens, and let's talk intergalactic, and I was like, haha, yeah, okay, sure, great, but now, it's so prevalent in my work, it's like, it's, that's what it is, it's just, it's sharing that knowledge, I mean, everyone has their unique role, and their unique you know, thing to play on this earth. And so part of that is to find the tools that are going to get you to where you need to go. And so, you know, animal communication for you, like you said, it's just, it's just a tool for me. I mean, I took all kinds of stuff like Reiki and card reading and, you know, my gosh, like crystal classes and, Kashuk Records stuff and emotion code, like all of these different modalities and different areas. And it just kept activating little things in me. And then eventually it was like, oh, here's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to teach people how to get clarity. You're supposed to teach people how to really tune into themselves. You're supposed to teach people how they can trust their own inner authority. Okay, I got it. You know, you're supposed to read the records and then you're supposed to mentor people. So it was really in exactly what you said that I have got here and I continue to. And my evolution is only because people are willing to share with me and I'm willing to share with other people. So I'm incredibly grateful. I, I, I really think I, I, I don't have that belief system at all that it's mine is mine or that I'm the number one this. Like, I really think that um, we're all on when it comes to our own personal soul's growth and finding our mission, like, and tuning into ourselves and connecting with our higher selves and those 
gifts, if you want to call them, we're all on even playing field. Um, it's really just, do you want to invest the time and effort and commitment to yourself to sort of find those gifts and activate them? And like animal communication is a tool for you. And I remember when you said to me, oh yeah, you know, you do communicate with your dog. And I was like, I thought so, but I wasn't really sure. And it was just, yeah, just needing that validation from you to be like, oh, okay, she's, yeah, we are talking to each other. Okay, great, good. We, we do talk. Perfect. Um, I, I wouldn't say that I'm going to like, I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe if I go near other animals, they're going to talk to me too, but that's just not where I put my intention and my energy, but it's nice to know that it still works. Like with my dog, I can, I can speak to her and if she's, you know, needs me to understand something quickly, then there's that opportunity. So yeah, I'm just, I'm really excited to see, especially for you, how this starts to come together and to expand, like how your channeling goes, how your teaching goes. And that's the other thing, you know, you're, you're going to have a unique style about it. I have a unique style about teaching you how to get in and out of the records or how to, how to communicate with your guides and, and how to, put pieces together, the recipes, as I call them, my guides always speak in recipes and often go to whoever I'm reading for and working with guides and say, okay, what's the unique recipe that that person needs so that they can really understand these are the pieces that need to come together. Here's the things that need to fall away and give them clarity and myself clarity actually. And do you find that when you are when you can you like you just said like you're giving clarity to others you are like learning about yourself as you're like helping others to clear things in themselves 100 percent. i i mm-hmm. it was actually somebody a client was a guy was um signing up for my pendulum class and the words just came out of my mouth and i was like well your clarity is my clarity and your success is my success. And he was like, wow, that's a tagline. And I thought, I've never thought of it like that. Like I literally just channeled that what needed to come out. That's exactly what needed to be said, but that's the truth. Their clarity is my clarity. And when I'm doing the work, I'm, you know, healing through the experience, for example, or growing through the experience as well. So it's, it's incredible. Um, and I always find that I learn something new and I, most of the time when I'm doing readings, though, I don't necessarily remember them afterwards, but the things that I meant to actually learn, if I'm lear- meant to learn how to you know, do a particular clearing or sort, search for a particular I don't know, energy, then those parts stay with me, but absolutely their clarity is my clarity. And vice versa. Yeah. I mean, that just makes sense. If like we are all one collective and if some of us are in a flow, then it'll just, I mean, that's one part of us that now is opened and flowing. And so we will feel that on some level, you know, uh, and whether we are like always tapped in or we come in and out. Cause I feel like, like the first week that I was doing readings, almost every day, it was just coming to me, like, as naturally as breathing was. So I was like, this is just literally flowing out of me. And then 
this last week, I felt like I've, I've kind of been like choppy through it. And I've tried not to be um, just like the human side of me can be really hard on myself about like, oh, you got this right before. Why aren't you getting it right right now? Um, you've done it once, like, you know, you can do it again in the same way. But it's like, my guides are really, they're testing me and how much space I can hold for myself, and how much space I hold for animals. Um, it is a part of my my mission. And it is a part of my purpose here. But it's also, they are also holding space for me. And I um, am just trying to allow myself to receive, which is something that I, I have a hard time receiving, uh, like kindness from people. Although when they are, aren't kind to me, I don't tolerate it. I still have a hard time when people are just genuinely kind or just give me gifts or just like give me some of their energy. And, and my guides, um, are really telling me that that's a part of this process is like, while I, I have to be able to not just be receptive, but allow myself to be receptive, which is, um, I found myself trying to almost like force it when I like, you know, I had 20 minutes before reading and I was like, all right, just tap into that shit. You got it. Just tap into it. And then my guides were like, (laughs) I heard them saying like, don't force it. Don't force it. And I was like, okay. I was like, I am Zen and I'm not forcing it. And then like, it was still like a little choppy and I'm like, but it'd be really great if we could just open the floodgates again and I could do this as easy as breathing. But then I got another message uh, this weekend that was like, Oh, give yourself permission to like learn this. Right. Like they, they told me they were like, we gave, we like showed you all of your abilities right up front on like a silver platter, but now you have to give yourself permission to integrate it and then um, learn you know, and I've totally taken the word practice out of my vocabulary because my guides were like, uh, my guides through you said, no, no, honey, stop calling it practice. <laughs> I was like, you got it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and exactly. That's exactly it. Like you, you do need to take time to integrate. And I mean, that's happened to me a few times as well. And it's only in hindsight that I realized, oh, you were, I was experiencing a great kind of up-leveling. Like my vibration was going higher. It was preparing me for more expansiveness, even though it felt choppy. And I felt like, oh shit, you're going in the opposite direction, Tara. Like this is not what you're planning for. Um, it is exactly what needed to occur. I mean, I've even been in some readings where I'm just like, I have no effing idea where this is going. Like, this is just, <laughs> I've literally been like, I feel ridiculous saying this shit. And then they're just like, oh, this is exactly what I needed. This is the best thing ever. And I'm like, oh, okay. So my guides gave me those types of experiences more than once to basically be like, okay, so what are you going to do? Hold the integrity and just let it come. And sometimes it's slow because on the flip side, you know, those people are not ready. Their guides are trying to figure out how to talk to my guides, like all of this kind of stuff that, yeah, I just had to sort of allow it. But I do, I do recognize that when those things happen for me and things seem choppy or for example, like right now I'm facing with facing off with, I'm not going to even call it facing off with because it's, not exactly the right term, but it's just, I've always had like a really clear, um, yes 
like a physical reaction to a yes or a no within my body. And so when I'm doing readings and stuff, I will know, like my body will be like, yes, that's it. No. And it's really started to stop lately to the point where I'm like, okay, guys, um, like, do I need to clear? Did something happen? Is there a non-beneficial energy? Like what's going on? And they're just like, no, you know, the answer you need to stop relying on the physical yes or no that you experience to confirm that for you. They're just forcing me into this space of absolute trust and just saying the words that come through, having it come through, knowing if I know it's a yes, it's a yes. If I know it's a no, it's a no. Um, and just following that versus that's kind of why I teach the pendulum. Like the pendulum is a very visual experience that they get to understand their higher self and their subconscious and their guides speaking to them. And then if you can move it into like a muscle testing experience internally, okay, now you've got like a next level of sort of trust there. And then now they're just like, oh no, girl, we are just, we're getting rid of all that. And I'm like, I don't really like this. I really enjoyed, you know, a very firm yes and a very firm no it was really easy when you know to avoid bad situations and now it's like oh no I just have to like really trust that first knowing that comes forward so yeah and that that makes sense because as we move into these higher dimensions they become less and less of a physical experience and so it's like how will we thrive in these higher dimensions, if, um, our abilities and our practices are so physical based. Right. And so that, that makes sense. Yeah, totally. I mean, it, it's, it feels weird and it's something that I have resisted. And then you just recognize like, oh, it's pointless to resist. So it's kind of like your guides said before where they're like, just simmer down, girl, you're going to get what you need to get. It's, it, it is about, also building that that trust in each other so yeah yeah um I did have um speaking of like trusting I got like one uh piece of information from like a download that I haven't uh talked about with anybody because it feels a little off the wall um but but I'm wondering if you have any insight maybe like maybe from dragons or maybe just in general like your insight it was when I was getting a download about earth and how earth or mother Gaia is going through a big transformation. And, um, there are things that will come about her transformation that we haven't even considered yet. And so we aren't even really thinking about. And, um, one of those things in particular was, um, I got new elements like, uh, new elements will be brought on to the earth. And I didn't know, um, I wanted to know what your thoughts are about that, because that one, um, is one that I, it, it fits in the, something I haven't considered. And it also fits in like a huge transformation for Gaia energy to have new elements. Come on, come online. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hmm. That is super cool. I mean, First and foremost, they're bringing me to, um, so obviously, 
we there's been lots of talk in different areas i've heard it on different podcasts and different friend groups and stuff talking about like famine um and the potential of a famine coming forward and so when i was leaning into that at one point i was like what does that look like and then i started to recognize that it's not always the definition that we think it of it as right like when you think of famine you literally think of there's not going to be enough food to be grown and that type of thing and what I was getting is that I'm noticing particularly where I live that the cost of food is going up and there have been many more people pushed under the poverty line based on the circumstances of what's been happening so the, the message that I ended up getting was like part of the famine is the fact that people cannot afford food. And so they're taking me to this when it comes to new elements and thinking like, yes, there, there could be a release of new elements, but, but the message is still to go deeper. Like there's still a layer on about it. I mean, I think it would be super cool. And, um, what's kind of coming through the records for me is that it would be a bit deeply healing for mother earth. Um, and that like, we, we should avoid, avoid thinking these would be like man-made. They'll be very naturally occurring um, circumstances that this will occur. Mm-hmm. And that although some may appear very non-beneficial in the beginning, it is like what you said, it is, there's a cleansing process to it, right? Mother Earth knows what she needs and she is going to bring it forward to do that. And I'm glad that you said that it's, uh, that you were getting that it's not man-made because um, I'm just kind of tired. The animal in me is just tired of, of humans putting their noses where it does not belong. <laughs> yeah, I would agree with that part. Totally. Um, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. I wasn't going to say anything. I love to say, um, just sometimes. <laughs> no, I was going to say that, like, even when you said new elements, I was like, okay, so we're we talking like, you know, my head's like going through this big kind of unfolding. And I'm like, are we talking about like periodic table elements? Are we talking about like weather elements? Like all of a sudden I was in the records and I was like, okay, you know, show me what's going on. And it's just like, hold on guys. Hold on you too. Like, yes, we're coming there. No, we're not quite there yet. And that's why it was like, you know, took me to the example that I have a reference point of is where people were really like, um, and this was even a couple of months ago, there was a big group that was like, this is going to happen. And then as, you know, we shape our experience by our own perceptions. So as I started to view what was happening and shape my own experience, I was like, oh, I mean, there could be, there are a lot of countries that are experiencing legitimate famine, but there also is, it means the same thing that people can't afford to buy food. That's a really good it's, it's, that's really good advice to consider when we're getting any kind of messages, whether it is like a personal message or one that um, is coming in that maybe for the collective is, 
should I take this at face value or should I go deeper into it? And it's like, I knew right away that like the, the information about new elements, I almost feel like I even heard it in my head as uh, like a question, like new elements. <laughs> and I was like, Hmm, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to have to sit with that one. And then I just haven't said anything to anybody about it. Um, and so, yeah, I guess I was kind of imagining it more like adding on earth, water, fire, air, and, but I'm glad that when you were in the records, they were like, okay, guys, calm down. Yes. And no. Right. Cause then that goes back into, um, like this and that, like it, sure but like yes it, it just go deeper with it it's like okay well maybe we'll check in in like a month and we'll get some more information or something from the dragons hopefully the new element dragons oh my god that would be so cool yes i mean you said there's so many like there's so many dragons from so many different parts of the realms and the ethers and everything. It's like there I'm sure that there are already dragons that like represent the the new elements. And I just heard that there are and like um okay, so there are. And then all right. We'll just we'll just we'll um marinate on that one then. <laughs> marinate and call them forward. That's all you can do. Just be like, "Come, come show me." That should be your uh, right at the top of your website. Just marinate and call them forward. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tara, we've been talking for just about an hour, so um, I'm not going to hold you too much longer. But thank you so much for coming on and talking about um, the Akashic Records and dragons and dealing with me while I make bad jokes and laughing at them and then making me feel like I'm funny because I really appreciate that about you. <laughs> oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. No, it was, it was totally awesome. I'm super, let's just say it one more time, excited. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me on and let me know how the new elements and those dragons come to you. Yeah, I will. Um, and before I let you go, will you tell people where to find you if they're interested in uh, getting a reading from you or just uh, working with you on dragons or about the records or, or any of that? Yeah, for sure. So um, you can find me on Instagram at Tara, T-A-R-A underscore M-C-C-R-O-R-Y or at my website, which is equally as easy yet not my full name, taramccurry.com. So T-A-R-A-M-C-C-R-O-R-Y.com. Beautiful. I love it. You're easy enough to find, so they'll find yeah. you. And I hope that they do because as you guys can tell, Tara is amazing. I love working with her and I really, I am going to have you on in the future. So get ready for that. Try to contain your excitement. <laughs> awesome I cannot wait thank you so much for having me it was always so fun to talk about things that um just light you up yeah I agree and uh dragons hey especially the fire dragon that one will light you up <laughs> <laughs> but I'm um, ching good one <laughs> <laughs>